0: Countdown podcast episode number four. I'm your host Riley Hudson, joined today and always by Brady Fitzgerald. How you doing today, Riley? Doing pretty good. Hope everyone else is having a good week as well. It's midterms week here at the University of South Carolina. More importantly, though, spring break is next week. My plans, personally, a little boring, but I know Brady has an exciting trip planned. Brady, you want to tell the audience a little bit about it? Yeah, I would love to. I'm
1: going through the university. I'm taking uh, SBTE 570 with Dr. G and we're going to Ireland, Scotland and Great Britain. We're, We're leaving this Thursday. Uh, I'm going flying out of Charlotte, and we're landing in Glasgow, Scotland. So I'm very excited. We get to see I get to see three countries I've never been to, and get to see a lot of cool. I get to see a lot of cool soccer stadiums, a lot of cool rugby stadiums. I'm pretty sure I get to see a cricket game. And oh, really? Yeah. And we were gonna meet the the Roger Goodell of Irish football because he's friends with Dr. G. Now, is but, that is that Irish like? No, it's like soccer. soccer. Okay. Yeah, it's. I think it's it's the GAA, and it's we learned about it. I should know it, but it's just lost my mind right now of what sport it actually is. I think I'm pretty sure it's soccer. But anywho, he's sick. I'm not meeting him anyways. But we get to meet a lot of high guys in the the stadiums we're going, and a lot of great personnel. I get to I get to throw out my connections out there. So hopefully that that does me does me well. But. I'm excited to go, and I'm excited to see, see all these cool things. Yeah. Um, what what class was that? Like, what's the title of the class? It is uh, SPTE 570. It is European – it's, like, I, I mean, I think it's called, like, Studies of European Sports or something like that. Yeah. Because – I mean I don't know. We have a couple online classes and
0: yeah. a couple notes, but I'm I'm here for the trip. So. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Is there other uh, is it just that class and just that section of the class or is like is other sport is it, uh, SPT and sport and is, entertainment. Yeah. Sport and entertainment is mm-hmm. that open to all majors like that? Everybody taking classes or is it open to everybody?
1: Yeah, it's it's open to everybody. Yeah, you just got to go through the the program of the class itself and then the study abroad program and I I, I've, my parents always told me they, they wanted me to study abroad and they wanted me to try to go for a whole semester but I never wanted to miss a whole semester because there's so much fun stuff here in Carolina that I would hate to miss even if it is a spring semester like I would hate to miss all those basketball games or or sp- baseball down the line and missing all my friends at home so I'm glad I'm going just for spring break just a nice 10-day adventure and there's about 15 of us in the class and we're meeting up with Uh, a school called St. Francis who's having a similar class Mm -hmm. and they're tagging along with us. So I'm pretty
0: sure there's another 15 kids there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. You have to let everybody know how that was. I will. Thank you. uh, Yeah. And we're getting right into sports here. Well, actually, something we really haven't done in the first three episodes was talk about what we do. So Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to talk about what your major is? Yeah, I'm, I'm a recently switched. I'm still, I guess, waiting for the
1: application to go through for the, the, Darla, School, the Darla Moore School of Business. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I switched from marine science to risk management and insurance. I just thought it would be a better, a, a safer way to get a job out of college, uh, a higher paying job out of college. And really, you know, marine science, there was only two avenues. Yeah. There was a teacher or a researcher, and I wasn't feeling it. So... Yeah. Uh, switching it up. Hopefully, we'll work in the sports world, business-wise. Mm-hmm. That's the angle I'm trying to attack from. But, and if it doesn't work out, get a nice business job, do my do my time, yeah. Retire, get the money, call the
0: day. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. How about uh, you, Riley? Uh, me personally, I am an electrical engineering major. Um, I uh, haven't switched since freshman year. Um, have came really close a bunch of times. But uh, just whenever I graduate, hoping to work in manufacturing somewhere in the southeast. But uh, yeah, not as interesting as you. But uh, hey, can't hey. really get into uh, sports entertainment whenever in electrical engineering. But I'll yeah, it's not really an avenue, sadly. Yeah, I'll, I'll find a You'll way. You'll find to, a way. Yeah, I'll find a way to stay behind the mic, though. Um. Anyways, we uh, we didn't get to record last week. Some personal uh, issues came up. Yeah, to get but, new tires. Oh yeah, that's right. I couldn't remember, <laughs> but uh, you know, doesn't mean we can't still talk about the Alabama game.
1: Hey, it's not even a week away.
0: You know, it was a week from week from tomorrow. Yeah. So,
1: uh, or I guess a week behind from tomorrow. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But yes, the Alabama game.
0: Riley set the scene for us. Well, this is. Uh, let's just talk about whenever we first when went to our first game uh, this year. I can't. I can't remember. It was before Clemson, but anyways, we opened up it the program. It was NC State, I'm pretty sure. Or no, not NC State. SC State. Uh, SC State? Okay. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Either SC State or uh, USC Upstate, something yeah, like that. Yeah, one of the two. Um, But we opened up the program. We're just kind of scanning through the schedule, and we see Alabama's at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the only home game that we play at 9 p.m. Uh, game clocks play at 9 p.m. tonight. Um, but by the time you're listening to this, it would be probably the night before or whenever you're listening to it. But, uh, yeah, we were just real excited and, uh, we were hyping it up to a bunch of our fraternity brothers and got a lot of people to come and let's see, it was, you showed up around six 30, didn't you? To get in line. So here, uh, let me, I'll, I'll set my, my point of view. The,
1: the whole day, it's just eating me up. Like, I got to just make sure we get in our seats. We make sure, you know, we're right where we want to be and that we're going to get there quickly. We're going to get the seats that we want, and we're going to be able to cheer loud. And hopefully there's, you know, hopefully there's other people there. And we figured that there will be. So I have a class from or from 5.30 to 6.45. I go in. I get there about 5.40, 5.40 going to the teacher i'm in my full gear that i'm always wearing every game i walk up to the teacher i go hey teach i got a meeting at 6:25. i'm gonna have to head out right 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 then there and she's like oh no worries thanks for letting me know like thanks for not just getting up randomly
0: i was like what, oh great what, Perfect. what class is this
1: this is marketing okay and the super nice it was great i walk out right at 6:25. i get our buddy Walker, we walk over and I'm still, I'm like stressing, I'm worried because sometimes we've gotten to these games where they've advertised it a little bit. They call it a tailgate beforehand and we get there at our normal time and there's all of a sudden a line just there and the bunch of people we were not expecting and we're worried that we're not going to get our seats. So that's what I was worried about. But we get a text from our other fraternity brother, Caleb and Grayson. They said, we are the first people in line. And they were there basically right at 6.30. Mm-hmm. That, that gives Walker and I, I take a deep breath, luckily. Um, and we get there about 6.45-ish.
0: And for people who don't know, the gates open at 8 for a game at <laughs> yeah. 9. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're showing up early because, one, because me and Brady want to get our seats. Mm-hmm. And two, because we know we have a lot of people coming. Mm-hmm. And we told everybody to get there, be in line at 7.00. And shout out to all our all our buddies. They were there at seven, yeah, give or take a couple guys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I didn't get there until probably right at seven. Yeah, and,
1: and I was it was funny because uh, a bunch of other fraternity brothers were coming up. I'm like, I don't see it. Like, where's
0: Valia? Yeah, like, it's easy. I would have been there earlier, but uh, I kind of prioritized getting our other buddies there. So I went and picked up some uh, some guys and. Ended up getting there a little bit later than I wanted to, but nonetheless, we were still front row, right there on the left side, mm-hmm. whenever you're looking at the uh, logo in, uh, at mid-court. And, yeah, we were just getting pumped up. We were in there, right at eight, and uh, what we thought was going to bring a lot more people in than normal was the shurzy, or shirt shirtsy. Shurzy. I like to call it a shirtsy. Yeah, they, uh, they advertised... A quote unquote shirtsy it was reversible, and i I think you could probably put this together, but it's a shirt that looks like a jersey. They've never done it before got a got a lot of people excited, including me and Brady and, it's cool. Uh, people showed up. It was to the first a thousand students who came through the gate mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't get one personally i was I was too worried about getting down to my seat um but yeah.
1: Yeah, the shirt seat, just a little description of the shirt seat It's, uh, it's the, the two classic Carolina jerseys where it says The South on the top and the Carolina on the bottom And the number in the middle And it's the white one and it's the Garnett one So it, it's, it's really actually pretty comfortable The only thing that it's missing Is even though it doesn't reflect Of a, of a true jersey Or I guess a true shirt But uh, a hood on it That would have been really cool Oh yeah. Like a hood on it cuz it, it seems like that type of it, it is a jersey material, It's a nice soft material. Something you could uh something you could sleep in if you wanted to. Oh yeah. And
0: so the, that was definitely worth it. And got definitely got a lot of people in there. Mhm. Yeah, it was a, it was a great crowd. I think the cockpit was probably sold out or not sold out or I know. It it was, the seats were filled. Yeah, the seats, the were, seats filled were filled between 30 minutes and 15 minutes mm-hmm. before the game even tipped off. So as fans that have been there at every s e c game that was great to see, especially from the front row, you know we were a little bit worried about it, but once you get in there, it is we were so excited for that game to start. There was a lot of electricity it it was electricity
1: before they let us in around like seven thirty seven thirty five ish It was really starting to build up. I was really starting to get like just not nervous, but like the jitters, just like I just want to get in there, get my seat, I'll be able to finally breathe and Let's talk about in the in the line. We had a couple signs get taken. We had a guy who pulled up in an orange jumpsuit get thrown out of the line. Yeah, um, a lot of, of angst and that. If you want to describe the situation
0: of why this also got hyped up to to what it was. Yeah. So I have not done extensive research on why uh, this was or when this happened and all the details, but basically there was a murder at the University of of, uh, Alabama in Tuscaloosa that involved some basketball players... (coughs) Excuse me. That involved some basketball players at the University of Alabama, and one of these players involved was Brandon Miller. And if you don't know who Brandon Miller is... Then uh, you're—I don't want to call you a casual basketball fan, but that, that's, you're living under a rock. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Miller—he—he's uh, the G. G. Jackson of Alabama. He but is, Alabama's also ranked number two. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, basically, what Brandon Miller was most—or what was what Brandon Miller was in trouble about—it's—it's it, it's kind of hard to choose my words here because you have no idea what it really even is, but basically, a report came out earlier this, earlier that week or I think it was the... the it was the day before. It was the day before that Brandon Miller had brought the firearm to the crime scene. Um, and to the suspected murderer. Yeah. Or we They know who the murderer is. Yeah, it was the, uh, Miles, I believe is his last name. But uh, that's not who we were worried about. We were worried about the guy who was going to play for the University of Alabama represent their represent their university after being involved after being named by policemen. Yeah, after being named by authorities. and it was that that's why people showed up with signs. That's why people showed up in a jump shoot or there was two guys that actually showed up in jump shoots. Mm-hmm. And South Carolina the university itself, and I imagine this probably came from the conference as well, was having no part of it. They said yep. they don't want any anybody from this from the cockpit to express their thoughts on the the situation involving Brendan Miller. So there there was no signs. There was no <laughs> there was no costumes, apparently, you couldn't you couldn't wear what you want, which I understood the signs, but Throwing those guys out for wearing a Halloween costume was a little ridiculous. One of them made it in. We saw them. Yeah, well, they they sat in. They uh, sat in a, a normal seat. Not yeah, in the they did. section. And it seems like they went probably went home, and changed into civilian clothes, mm-hmm. if you if you want to call if it will, that. Yeah. But uh, changed into civilian clothes and probably snuck their costumes in, and probably a clear bag. They they probably weren't all that worried about it. Made it look like a jacket. And in the second half, ended up putting him back on and immediately getting tossed out of the game. Oh, I didn't see that. Did they get tossed? They either got tossed or they got moved away, but they yeah, were there. Yeah, they were there for a little bit, and I didn't see them afterwards. You're right. Yeah, but um, talking about the beginning of the game, uh, as we were getting to our seats, Brady's got a uh, kind of a funny story.
1: Yeah, we walked down to the seats, and there's a, there's a guy – who, it seems like he did the same thing we were doing. Uh, a bunch of, there was, we're in Day there's a bunch of beta fraternity members uh, behind us, because I saw on, like, the men's basketball Instagram that they were they were there, and they shouted them out. But they get they, they all save seats for each other, all waiting for each other to get in. This guy walks in. He just walked in the building, just got to his seat. He sees Brandon Miller uh, warming up, shooting, and he goes... And you know, it's, you know, I'm doing it verbatim. He goes, "Hey Brandon, where's your gun at?" Mm-hmm. The cop, the cop, and the security, like the little usher, turn around, immediately walk towards him. The cop grabs him by the hand and goes, "You're out of here, buddy." Yeah. And they they boot him immediately. He's he's trying to plead his case. He's trying to you know he's trying to apologize. They're not having it. They they said they had laid down the law. Anything that has to do with the situation at hand is
0: over. Yeah, we're not having it. Yeah, and it was, it was kind of frustrating because it was. Why? Why can't we?
1: We're not the ones who should be punished for this guy. Like this guy shouldn't even be on the basketball court.
0: No, not at all. He shouldn't. He, he can maybe he can dress out. Maybe he can sit on the bench, but he should not be playing and he should not be starting.
1: No, and it's it's not even like this was three weeks ago or this was. Uh, you know a month ago and it's all water under the bridge now and it's all figured out this was yesterday this yeah. news got dropped the day before there if there was any other program besides
0: Alabama this this player would not have been playing and if it was any other player on Alabama yeah, this player he would also, not be playing yes. but i i think he probably could have cho- chose his words a little bit better um it, yeah, you could have reason. gotten a little
1: more creative with it.
0: Well, yeah, but a, a screaming gun and, in a public, place. A, in a public yeah. place probably isn't the greatest idea. But um, as we got to our seats, <laughs> you know, we I sat down and I was kind of waiting. You went up to get a, uh, a jersey and also get some of the free food that they provided, which shout out to the university for, for providing some great food. There was plenty of it. And uh, that they had chicken tenders, they had donuts, nachos, they had nachos. Yeah, it was it was a great experience. But um, the line for the food was longer than the line for the shirtsies. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But yeah, they they had uh, what was uh, what, they had body armor drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Brady went up. I stayed. He came back, and <laughs> he sits down. He goes, "All right, where's this Brandon Miller fella?" Rubbing his hands together, <laughs> and. I, I'm just like, oh no, and I, I kind of tap him, and I go, "I, if, if, you can't, you can't see me," but I'm pointing straight ahead because Brandon Miller was sitting right in front of me. He was sitting literally in the seat in front of us. <laughs> we could have reached forward and rubbed his shoulders. Yeah. Gave him a great massage. Yeah, so <laughs> it was, it was a little. I don't. Was that embarrassing for you or?
1: It wasn't as embarrassing as I was. I guess it was embarrassing, but it was also like, because I didn't want like. I didn't want anything to. Of course, I, I wish the worst for him in this game, and you know, I also he's also now my least favorite player, like I think of all time. But uh, I didn't want, I didn't want him going in like with with this negative attitude or whatever. But and I didn't want any 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 way to to boost him up. But I I guess I did, and I guess it was a little embarrassing.
0: But yeah, and I, I'm tired of people acting like Brandon Miller played through adversity and that everybody was against him whenever they shouldn't be. Oh, People yeah. should have been against yeah. him. It was, I'm not even going to get into that, but it was, It he dropped 45 acting like he, I don't know, like it was his flu game or something.
1: Yeah, everyone acted like he just came back from an ACL injury or or just came back from, you know, one of his parents dying, you know, or something, tra- something tragic like that. But, uh, yeah, you're right. It, it's even though we were a loud crowd we were out to get him uh, we were booing him every time he got the ball which i loved uh and i guess still dropping 41 but god yeah i hate that guy
0: so uh <laughs> here we are in it, the it, way it's been a lot of build up We're uh we're finally at the game yeah we're finally at tip off hey and if you thought that was long just imagine living it yeah <laughs> it felt it was, like days and uh you know everybody's getting a little rowdy but uh yeah, it finally gets to tip-off time, and the the cockpit did not disappoint. This, they were loud. We've oh. been going to college basketball games for
1: three years now, every single one, and that was the first college basketball game I've ever been to. I like that.
0: That was awesome. Yeah, it, it really was. It was.
1: It was just. From the tip-off, it was something that we've never seen before
0: in our three years here at this university. It, it felt like Duke, North Carolina. Yeah, it yeah. really did. It, it felt it, like it, it felt like Alabama was our biggest foe, and they were standing between us and a national championship.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it was like we were playing. It, it was like we we're in a Final Four game right there. Yeah, and the the atmosphere. Every shot was like a bullet. It it was either a a shot to your heart or or some reviving you because it was a great shot by the Gamecocks, and just an all around great great basketball game.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think I heard you say this, but uh, it, it felt like every single shot from tip off to the final buzzer mattered. mattered. Yep, and it was the most important shot of, of the game. game. If they didn't hit it, it was over. But. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great performance from a lot of guys. Um, in my opinion, the guy who surprised me the most was Jacoby Wright. He, uh, your he, boy. Yeah, he's always been your boy. Yeah, he uh, he hit a lot of clutch shots there there at the end. He he. He was two. the bucket getter at the end. Yeah, he really was. He hit two turnaround uh, from the free fade throw away, line. Yep. Yeah, fade away. He hit two of those in a row. I think that was the end of was that the end of regulation or was that the end of the. Overtime, end of regulation, and in overtime. I'm pretty sure you hit a couple of those. Yeah, um, Gigi Jackson was on as well. He he was okay. You know, he was on for three quarters of the game. He was. Yeah, he kind of turned it off there at the end. But um, no, it, can we talk
1: about that for a second? So Gigi Jackson, he comes in. <laughs> we're about you know there's what 40 minutes in a basketball game. or about 30. 533 in and he has 19 points. It's a great game so far. He's doing great. He's doing everything he needs to do. And the refs, we know we've complained about the refs before and normally it doesn't matter because we're getting tossed around by these teams, but in this game there were a lot of bad calls that really hurt us and really hurt the momentum of the game Cox. hurt uh, I mean we lost by 2 points. So the fact that they've got they got so many more free throws than us was ridiculous, but that being said, we're allowed to bitch and moan. Oof. Sorry again. But uh, we're allowed to complain. Uh, Gigi Jackson is not. He, He's on the court. He can't be crying about the fouls. He can't be crying that he's not getting the ball. We are in a two-point game against the number two team in the country, and we were up by a lot. We Not up by a lot, but we were up for a while. Yeah. In, in, in the end of regulation, in, uh, in the, the second half, and... Even going into halftime, we were up. The That lack of... I don't know if it's a lack of competitiveness or too much competitiveness or, or what his deal is, but the, the fact that I saw him pout in that type of game just really hurt my soul.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> it was... I, I didn't really see it all that much until the very end there. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't... I guess it wasn't until the end, but... Um. Yeah, Hayden Brown. He uh he he had a kind of a quiet game. You're, you're seeing him get big down low, but um fouled jo- out yet again undeservingly. Yeah. Um. He. I don't know. Our big guys didn't really have that great of a game. Um. Verdant had zero. Uh. Zero points. You have one rebound. Um. Josh Gray eight point six rebounds and. I still don't understand why Josh Gray gets taken out so much and subbed in for uh, Verdonk or whoever's the big man on the bench. Like, yeah, I'm surprised we don't see TV um, Trayvon Minot or Minot. Mignot.
1: And now, especially like like tonight and the next couple games, are we are we not going to see them at all? Him, Benson. We got to see a little bit of Sparkman. Yeah. Um we didn't even get to touch on that. I think it was in the first half. Mm-hmm. It was right at the, so I, I I have so I, I did my my little buzzer beater as well. So Oh
0: yeah, we didn't even get to talk about yeah.
1: that. Yeah, so it was a it was a big night for the white boys out on in Colonial Life Arena. Uh me, Eli, just career days for us. Uh under it was Y'all like 11, listen up, this is a great story. <laughs> there's like eleven minutes left of the first half and my my fraternity our fraternity brother Zach Lambert shout out him because he did this for me he said earlier in the week he's like I know you've been to every game you and Riley I'm gonna get you on the court and do one of the the challenges and I was like sweet and he told me right before the game started like we're gonna let you know when you when we go 11 minutes left they take me over to the side the corner that's when it's Sparkman time, yeah. and I'm standing with like cockies in front of me. The cheerleaders are right there. I'm just getting the whole atmosphere of the stadium, and I thought that place was about to explode. Yeah. He gets the Gigi has a, a a three or not a three in the corner, but he's in the corner. We see we all see Eli wide open in the yeah. corner. And I, I like it seemed like everyone but Alabama <clears throat> saw that he was wide open. No, I think they were leaving him open on purpose. They could have been. And Gigi tossed it to him. It goes up. It goes up. Everyone's breath breaths held, and it's the most electric roar I've ever heard in the stadium. And I, uh, we, we are big. Gamecock basketball men's basketball fans, so we know who Eli is. We've seen Eli, seen him warm up, seen him sit the bench a lot. We've seen him get in a couple times. But it was great to see him put in put in some effort, get or not put in some effort, but put in get put in the game, get some stats up, played decent defense. Uh, he probably could have played a little bit more than he did. And I I'm I'm losing my train of thought. I totally forgot that this part's about me. <laughs> <laughs> so under eight minutes left, they they call timeout or whatever, and it's my time to shine. I have to make a layup, a free throw, and a three-point. All in 30 seconds. All in 30 seconds, to win a Coca-Cola t-shirt. And the grand prize. <laughs> the grand prize. I, the prize is being on the court. Yeah, Yeah. You, know, you get out there, they announce me, they say my name, uh, and... People around, I mean, like I've, I have so many angles of it just because of friends I know around campus that were at the game
0: and stuff and, like and that. And what a game to be called out onto the onto exactly the, the game where every student's there,
1: the only game where every student's there.
0: Yeah, uh, since I, Clemson, yep, since Clemson, <clears throat> uh,
1: and I go out there, I make the layup immediately, easy peasy, free throws. I airball the first one, it was it was looking rough. I brick three more, I finally it bounces up. Bounces right down, and I hear the the guy. And I told I was gonna get his name. I totally missed it though. And he's going three, two. I get. He throws you <laughs> the ball, throw it up, and bang! Buzzer
0: beater to win the Coca Cola T-shirt. Oh, it was electric! <laughs> it was, you know, everybody. It was on. The, unfortunately, it was on the opposite side of where we were sitting. But everybody on our side was was going crazy. Um, yeah it was it was incredible, but that's not the best part ladies and gentlemen ready to continue
1: so we're leaving i I, I get my coke t- shirt I'm ecstatic I mean everyone's cheering it's honestly I'm on cloud nine like this is like one of the the coolest things I've ever experienced and I'm walking back and i'm mr beamer was uh if you don't know him he's a local legend mm-hmm. uh mr beamer he is uh sitting on a court side on the right side, so sadly he wasn't in front of us, but he was on the right side and got to see me do it and I walk past and I just go. Coach, this was for you. And he stands up, he goes, Let me shake your hand, Brady. Boom. A firm <laughs> hand grip, shaking the hand. Oh, that, that was peak. That was peak Carolina for me. And uh go back to the seat, enjoy the enjoy the rest of the
0: game. But the Coca-Cola t-shirt, the Shane Beamer handshake, it was all worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you didn't really notice. But, uh, whenever you got back to your, whenever you're walking back towards us, I turned to all of our buddies and I'm just like, yo, silent treatment, silent treatment. And you get back and we're all just completely ignoring you. And it's just like, you didn't even notice. No, I was just happy as a clam. I did not (laughs) care at all. I yeah, didn't we, even realize. Yeah, we uh, we we stayed completely silent, didn't say a word to Brady and he didn't even notice. I thought it was going to be hilarious, but uh <laughs> we we ended up congratulating him and um yeah, that was I can't believe I forgot to talk about that. That was that was so much fun to watch. This game just has so much so yeah, mu- there's so many layers to this game. There there really is, but um and sadly, the one layer we're missing it was a
1: win. Yeah. But honestly, I if, if that if that was a win, win, that might have been the best day of my life.
0: <laughs> that, absolutely. Might, that
1: might have been the best day of my life.
0: <laughs> that was it was incredible. Um yeah, it was it was so much fun to watch, but uh towards towards the end of the game, um Alabama just seemed to be getting these these fouls that were fouls called in favor of Alabama that just didn't seem like the worst one was the Hayden Brown one at the end, the one that got him ejected.
1: And this was before overtime. This is the end of regulation. He goes up, he cleanly blocks it, and they they call it a foul. Alabama shoots two, and they're they're tie ball game. The the at, like what stinks is that there's no challenge in college basketball. Yeah. And if that was uh, in the NBA, you know they could go out, they could challenge it, and hopefully it gets reversed. But they're, I just don't understand why there's no challenges. The game goes fast enough; you can't throw in one challenge.
0: No, yeah, it's they don't ever review they, anything. It, whenever they review, it's completely up to the to the officials.
1: Yeah, that's completely. If I'm correct. not
0: mistaken, I think the I think the coaches can get in their ear a little bit and just be like, "Hey, you need to review that." But it's not like they have a challenge flag, and like it's not like you can ask them to review it, and then if you get it wrong, it's card counts as a timeout. But yeah, it was I don't know. There there's we've dove we're so deep into this game. It's it's oh. Um it, it was just incredible, but Brandon so, Miller unfortunately kind of outshined uh, the Gamecocks a little bit towards the end. He uh he hit the driving layup to both or to, uh, to both tie the game at the end of regulation same and Same to, layup too, which sucks. Yeah, and to win the game as well. Mhm. Um but uh, you know, I think the game clocks were a little, little distracted because they're used to him dishing out an assist than a uh, <laughs> than taking the shot himself.
1: So speaking of which, the they I kind of want to circle back to Gigi real quick. <clears throat> Just a lackluster on defense uh, towards the end, uh, and I'm sure he was upset he didn't get a bunch of looks late. But uh, he showed he he had he had a good good poise pretty much the whole game until the end He, they, the, the moment wasn't too big for them which I loved that they they, the sold out crowd and the the pack stands it seemed like it did help the Gamecocks propel them to, to almost beat this this juggernaut of an Alabama team mm-hmm. and we were a Michi 3 from <coughs> bouncing in it bounced off the backboard bounced in the rim bounced right out if that goes in we're talking about one of the greatest Basketball games in South Carolina history.
0: Yeah, I, I apologize to the audience. I, I I do have a little bit of cough right now. Um, working through it. Hopefully, it's not too loud. But uh, yeah, it was. It, and it, everybody thought that like you know we had a, we had a great chance here because Michi Johnson hit a well. It was kind of a half court, front of the half court line, mm-hmm. but he did hit a long three from the low in the game. Yeah, it was definitely close to or close to half court. But um yeah, it and it seemed like a lot of radio and, and and TV outside of Columbia was just like, you know, South Carolina almost won this game only because of all the things going on with Brandon Miller. It was a distraction to Alabama. He scored forty three. Yeah, that's crap. Stop talking like like South Carolina had an aid because yeah. because Alabama was distracted.
1: No, and it clearly it didn't affect Brandon Miller whatsoever. So. No, and
0: if it doesn't, if 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 it didn't affect Brandon Miller, it didn't affect the rest of the team. Yeah, that's crap. Yeah, the the thing that sucks too is that you
1: when I don't know about you, but go when when it got to overtime, I was I was like all right. We're not yeah. gonna win this yeah, because I think so. no, because it seemed like towards the end of regulation we were just surviving, Mm-hmm. and when once it got tied up and we couldn't hit a shot off, that I mean hell, that GG shot was awful. That last, um, <laughs> that last, it was tie ball game and he shoots it to end regulation. It sunk like two feet in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> but the. Anywho, and once I got that, I was like, all right, like we've, we've right, we've done enough, and I don't think we're going to do it. But I, I was on the verge of passing out, just how loud I was, the atmosphere around me. And also, what bugged me the most, and I'm sorry I've cut you off for anything, but no, me, what bothered me the most was when they said over the loudspeakers, do not step on the court at the end of regulation, I was like, we have not won this game yet. No. We why were down by saying? two at the time. I was like, why are you saying that? And we were up for a little bit, but then we got down by two, as you said. and I, like That just gives Alabama all the motivation more, all more motivation than they need to go out and beat us. Yeah. So I think that irked me. It Also, it did seem like if we were going to win, they really were going to try to not let us storm the
0: court, which is ridiculous. Yeah, they put up this little r- yellow rope yeah. and put two guys in front of the cockpit like –
1: No, and what also sucked about that, they put the two guys there with, like, a minute left, and then they stayed over overtime. I'm like, I'm trying to see!
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, I I honestly think they put those guys there just to keep the first person from going out there. Obviously, they're not going to keep everybody from running out into the court. They're just trying to prevent the one brave soldier to run out into the court to be the first guy. Yeah, so they can lock him up and make him pay a fine for the school. Yeah, but... uh, Unfortunately, I think that would have been me. I was ready. To, you were. You were ready to go. I, I was so ready to just bust through those guys and just. But um, yeah. But, and, and we we've gotten pretty deep into this game. We're gonna go even deeper. The fans, not not just the South Carolina fans, the Alabama fans were getting a little rowdy. Oh, it was rough and rowdy out there. Uh, we probably saw a total of of. Probably five or six Alabama fans get get escorted out of the out of the stands, and uh, so it, it was it was getting towards the uh, the end of the uh, first half. Um, Brady had already you know won three, won the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he uh, so we're just sitting there watching the game, and we just noticed like that there was a bunch of Alabama fans sitting in the corner. That was all torn, turned towards the cockpit, yelling at them. The cockpit was yelling back, and it, it was this. This was like 120 seconds of of uh, Gamecock basketball. I didn't even watch because <laughs> I was so invested in what was going on yeah. in the stands. And so they're going. Excuse me. I <coughs> oh, no God. They're going at it, and. All of a sudden we look over to our left and there's there's two excuse me There <laughs> I am so sorry We look over to our left and there's more guys going at it but mm-hmm. this time it's not it's not young students. Uh-oh. It's not, you know, adults. <laughs> These, These are old men. Yeah, they are and it was this guy with a cane. Who like attacks this guy's throat yeah, with started. his cane? It was <coughs> people videos. start pushing and shoving. Yeah, there's videos on 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 Twitter of this. Uh, I, I don't know. It was it was crazy because it was like there's this basketball game going on and <laughs> it's just like wrestling. They out had to the... stop. Did they had they? to stop
1: the. Yeah, I they didn't stopped, even care. They, yeah, they stopped the game because it got that violent. Yeah. And as you mentioned. It started like springing up all over colonial life. It
0: yeah. was like a, it was like a domino effect. Yeah. It was like one fight happened, and then it was like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. Even the uh, even the guys around us were just like, I hope some Alabama fan says something to me. Yeah. I'm ready to get in this. <laughs> <laughs> we were ready for a brawl. Yeah, and uh, oh, where was I going with it? So, eventually, after the, I guess you can call it a fight gets broken up, the Alabama fan gets gets tossed. And of course we're all hyped up. This is going on pretty close to us, so we get the the na 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 yeah, going yeah. on. But this guy is taking so long to get up the stairs. Yeah, he's probably like <laughs> sixty years old. Yeah, and he has to get up there with his cane. So we're just like, we can't sing this the whole way he goes up the stairs. Because you know, he's down at the court and the way colonial life is designed you know, you like a big bowl. Yeah, you got to walk up. You know, I, it, it's probably two flights of stairs, but they're tiny stairs. Yeah, and they don't. You know, they don't go up very fast. And this guy probably takes five minutes to get up the stairs. So eventually, we just stopped caring. He probably set his piece on the way up to the to the officer escorting him out. But yeah, it got violent in the stands. This this game, ladies and gentlemen, was
1: that was the atmosphere of the game.
0: Yeah, that the. The fans were ready to kill each other.
1: Uh, they I mean, it seemed like I was ready to kill the Alabama players. Yeah. Um, it just seemed it was such uh, an enra like a energy and boosting night for for everyone in there.
0: Yeah. But uh, let's see. Yeah, the la- the last shot there at the end. Um, first of all, they. Um, hold on one second. Go ahead. I <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to. No, the, I'm the Brandon Miller shot. No, at the end of the game, game gamecocks have like 0. 0.8 seconds to get a shot off. We all know who it's going to. It's Michi, or at least that's what we thought. And they come out, and then and then it's Michi, inbounding, or so it seemed. And after he got the, uh, you know, they gave him the ball. It's it's go time. We're just like, okay, who's going to take the shot? Um, Zachary Davis comes back in. He like runs towards the baseline and catches the ball in on the baseline, which is legal. Yeah, you can do that. And that was the design play. Yeah, it was. It was still designed to get Michi the ball, and Michi was open. And the the clock starts prematurely. They hadn't inbounded the ball technically yet. And Michi's wide open. We're just like, man, this is it. This is great. This is a great idea. Way to go, Lamont Paris. Yeah. But they start the clock. That was it. Literally screwed us so much. Yeah, and I think you know a lot of people were just like, "What are you doing, Zachary Davis?" Because it seemed like he was trying to take a shot from the the baseline from the baseline.
1: <laughs> but he heard he heard the the clock going down and he heard the buzzer, so he was just like, "Oh
0: crap!" Yeah, just chucked it, which makes sense. But it was so that
1: that can't happen. There's nine seconds left. It's he hits the shot. We all see the nine seconds there. You you just screwed Lamont's play by letting that go because now we try to do the same thing and Michi doesn't get as good of a
0: look because he's not wide open. Yeah, and of course I was booing. It, it didn't seem like a lot of the rest of the the rest of the stands understood how badly the the clock, whoever runs the clock, just screwed us. But um. Yeah, it was, it was it was it was really frustrating uh, to to watch that. But anyways, um Michi Johnson gets the ball at the second attempt of the uh the inbound and puts up a shot, you know, he he leads with one foot, puts a little backspin on the ball, and it it felt like slow motion because it seemed like the ball was flying to the air for five minutes. <laughs> God, Riley is dying over here. I there. really am. I apologize. <laughs> it's a lot of talking, and my throat apparently is not agreeing with me. Right. But that ball hits off the backboard, and once it, it like, off the backboard, too, I was like, "Oh no, it's going in!" Like, no yeah. way. We were ready. We were just The guys in yellow that were going to pr- protect us from going, uh, from rushing the court. Would. They probably saw their life flash before their eyes. They're <laughs> yes. like, we're going to get trampled.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... um, And that would have been the perfect storming, like, ending. Oh, man. it, it would If that went in, that would have been, uh, I'm telling you, one of the defining moments in Gamecock basketball history.
0: I thought that was our 2019 Kentucky moment.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, that same. I got so excited. I was like, I can't believe we we get to witness what they got to witness in in 2019.
0: It was this close, this close. Yeah. So the ball bounces off the glass. The clock hitting, struck midnight. Instead of hitting, instead of hitting net, it hit iron. Left side, bounces off, and everybody's throwing their hands up on the, on their head, and then Alabama's celebrating like. I don't know. like Yeah, they're cel- their fans
1: were celebrating like they won the, the natty.
0: Yeah, and their fans were like, whenever, and, and we didn't even talk about this, but every time uh, Brandon Miller got the ball, we, we would boo. Yes. And it, it, the, the Alabama fans were not happy about that. I don't understand why. They were putting their hands up and, like, screaming, like, y'all don't know the whole story, like, he he was there. They know he was there. They know it was his gun. Which, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, it was a legal firearm. That doesn't make it legal to bring it to kill someone. But <laughs> it was a legal firearm. So but, the also articles came out uh, afterwards.
1: Uh, oh, South Carolina's been was chanting, uh, "Lock him up." The whole every time he got the ball and that he's guilty every time he got the ball. Correction. Yeah, we did that once. <laughs> And we yeah. did it on free throws and we did it
0: that we did it on free throws. Every yeah, time you did it. a
1: free throw, we'd say either lock him up
0: or he's guilty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you saw that I, I saw your response to that. Um that was uh Clay Travis, who Oh you're a fan of, of Clay of, Travis, aren't you? I am, yeah. Hey or I don't listen to his stuff. I I was actually just talking to my dad about this, but um my junior and senior year of high school Whenever I would ride to class was kind of peak Clay Travis moments because that was he, – he ran – he does this show called Outkick the Coverage of Clay Travis, um, which is no longer on live radio, but he still keeps it going just by himself in his own home. Anyway, he's very live on Twitter. He's a uh, he's a Tennessee fan, but, you know, he don't really show it all that much. But, he, yeah, he's a Tennessee fan, and he doesn't like Alabama. So he was really involved in the story and keeping up with everything that was going on with Brandon Miller. And he was posting like a book every hour about Brandon Miller, about how he shouldn't be playing. <coughs> as man, this going to be <laughs> horrible to listen to, but I hope you all are enjoying it. But uh, he, yeah, he starts, he's tweeting that, the one video of of uh, that you could that pe- that someone got on the other side of the of the arena of uh, the student section chanting lock him up and but you could barely hear it. it was very faint. If you didn't know what you were listening for, you'd have no idea what you, what we were chanting. But yeah, it wasn't every it wasn't every time because everybody was kind of afraid to start a chant like that.
1: Yeah, and there was a couple times a couple people would would throw something out there try to try to get a chant going that was, in the same, realm of that, but uh, a lot of them didn't stick. Uh, it, I I mean I thought the lock him up in the guilty was
0: funny, and it as was. college
1: kids we that's what we should think.
0: And it was deserving. Yes, yes. Like um we didn't even get to talk about there is a weird. This is a great topic. We're not like done. We, we got I mean he got he his teammate fisted
1: him fist him. That's that's how you say it? You know what I'm talking about? Where you pat
0: him down? Oh, yeah. You see that? No, I didn't see it, but I, uh, my dad did.
1: Yeah, there's a video. They're, they're doing their player intros, and he... Brandon Miller, number... Four, 24? 24. And his teammate, he walks up, <coughs> makes the T pose, and fists him down like a like a security guard. Yeah, patted him down. Patting
0: him down, yeah. Um. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah. I don't know. It it, it was... This guy shouldn't have played. And uh, not only that, but something we haven't even got into yet was the comments from Nate Oates, the head coach at Alabama. There's more. There's more we haven't got into. Who who just stupidly said he was in the wrong spot at the wrong time. And he said, oh, they're just college kids. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So... Remember our
1: first episode, we talked about the the spring recruiting class for the football team and that controversy just came out. And we talked about we discussed it on this podcast where uh, three of our players had firearms in their dorm room and they got suspended for spring training or whatever it was.
0: I think it was one player and all three of them that lived with it them. them. Oh, okay.
1: But still, either way, three were <coughs> players, held accountable by an accountable coach and accountable program. Now, look at the flip side. Very similar situation, only worse.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And this clown is out here scropping 41 the next day.
0: Yeah, this guy, and and apparently Nate Oates says, we knew about this, he's not in any trouble with us or with with law enforcement. And back whenever this happened, I imagine the basketball program and Nate Oates and the athletic director knew that... Brandon Miller was involved and eventually this was going to come out because the police knew that Brandon Miller was there as a quote unquote witness and which is what they're playing it off as that doesn't sound like much of a witness to me it sounds like a suspect but they called him they said he was there as a witness and where am I going with this Um, where am I going with this kind of lost track accountability not or, or not just that but um, Alabama and whenever they heard that you know he was there he was this was gonna they knew this was gonna come out and they had to make a decision right there right then are we going to take action on this and let the public know or are we gonna try to hide it as much as possible and stand behind him and portray that we think that he's Uh, innocent. Mm -hmm. Whether we believe it or not, which I honestly truly think that they believe that he's innocent. Yeah. But I think he's just got a really good legal team. Mm Mm-hmm. Good PR
1: team. And he he has the the draft pedigree. (laughs) He has the the college basketball pedigree. They're number 2 in the country. He's the leading scorer. He's uh, a top 5 NBA draft pick come summertime. And that I mean, that's that's what it is, yeah. and it's it's a program who which there clearly is zero accountability. Yeah, clearly there is zero care. It's win 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 no matter what. And yeah. <laughs> the so the the Nate Nate Oates and the, the whole basketball program should be ashamed of themselves yeah. for how they treated this situation. And like again, we're not saying like you have to suspend them all year or whatever, but when this gets released the day before, you're not going to sit him the next day. If I was him, I'd say, you're not coming to Columbia. You stay here in Tuscaloosa and work on your game. We're going to take care of business against South Carolina and you'll join back with the team afterwards. Because then it gets your name out of the news, you don't have to ask any questions about it, and you can say you did the right thing.
0: Yeah, That's all it needed. And not only, you know, putting that aside, Ned Oates, if he knew about this for this long, and the best you could come up with was he was in the wrong spot at the wrong time, first of all, if he brought that firearm there that was used to kill someone, he made that place the wrong spot. Mm Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, it wasn't the wrong
1: spot before Brandon Miller showed up. Yeah,
0: and he should have known it was the wrong time, that whenever it was 2 a.m. in the morning, You know, you're – whenever that – I can't remember his name. Miles, I think is his last name. That may be completely wrong. I don't want to destroy somebody else's name that isn't involved with this. But text Brendan Miller to bring him the gun. Mm -hmm. And And says he needs it for a situation apparently. Yeah, and it's not like he was texting his buddy to bring a gun over to him. At 2 a.m. Because you know, he wants to go to the range and practice his aim yeah. or <laughs> shoot some skeet or whatever. He's bringing that because they're there, he, he, he wants to use that mm-hmm. to shoot somebody and harm someone. Now, Brandon Miller may have thought that that was for self defense, and in that situation. or maybe had no idea about anything, which yeah. is very possible. And if it was for self-defense, you know, that's the whole reason I hope that Brandon Miller had a legal firearm, and uh, and the only reason, but, um, yeah, I don't understand how you can play this off as he didn't know what was going to happen. It was 2 a.m. in Tuscaloosa, and uh, I can't remember what they, they call the area that they were in, but it wasn't like... There's not much other stuff going on at 2 a.m. in, West, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, and apparently he showed up, and I, I read the the claim that came from uh, Brandon Miller's legal team that said he showed up to basically, I don't know, pick up his buddy, and he had gotten out of the car and left the firearm in the back seat covered up. And, oh, and so, it got conveniently and, taken? Yeah, apparently, but in the... In, the, uh, in his text messages, it says there's one in the head, which – and again, that's not a quote. I haven't really dove into all this information. But there's one in the head, which clearly means there's one in the chamber. And it's it's disgusting to watch the University of Alabama let this guy get away with this and protect him. That's the most disgusting part to me, to me is that how much they're protecting this guy. It's just, it's just not. You, I, I don't know. They're acting like
1: nothing happened, which is the problem. Yeah, and like they should, like they're gonna protect them. They're their athlete. That's that's their athlete. But you don't go in and say it's the wrong place, at the wrong time.
0: Yeah, come and, on. You know, Alabama had just been uh, released as the the top seed, not just the number one seed, but the top seed, and the earliest rectology that from. CBS I think <coughs> or the AP whoever comes out with these rankings for the for the bracket but out of all 64 teams in there Alabama was the top dog and that had came out just the Monday before the game you, you gotta you gotta put up a pretty terrible show to fall down uh, that far in just the last four games of the season and just as respect to the victim, I don't know her name, but she had a son, she had parents, she had family, she had friends. Respect for them. This didn't happen that long ago. No. Just out of respect for them, you don't need to play. Even if, even if you're innocent, you were there. Let, let's just assume Brandon Miller was completely innocent in this. He's a good guy. He was there. He was involved he didn't need to play in this. He needed to, not just him, but the university need to say, he's not playing out of respect for these, for the victim and her family.
1: Yeah. It would have been a lot easier to say, hey, I guess I, I, I would have believed him. Yeah. I guess he is innocent.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, it, it's just unfortunate. Um, we'll have a little bit of a time, a little bit of time here. He yeah. <laughs> um, spent a long time on that. No, it, it was it wor- and I'm worthy. Glad. It was worthy. Yeah, it was worthy. Um, only other thing I really wanted to talk about with this was this baseball team. This game card baseball team is... It's lights out. So far they are. They're 8-0. They're, uh, do you know what the score is right now? I do not.
1: I uh, i wasn't sure if they... I walked by some girl's computer when I was getting in here, and it <coughs> seemed like they were down 1-0. So hopefully they're not still down 1-0. Yeah, but let's see how they're doing.
0: But anyways, they're 8-0. They're doing really well. Um, oh, they're they're beating them 11-3. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, these... Uh,
1: I know they're cupcake games right now. We're in a cupcake schedule right now. But we're destroying these teams.
0: Yeah, just listen to these these score. How many runs scored by Carolina? 20, 17, 12, 19, 12, 7, 1. Wow. Uh, six, and then the A A uh North Carolina A and T game going on right now. Eleven to three. Yeah, they're at eleven. This game, this this game, baseball team can hit. They really can. Like no one's business. Yeah, and you know from the games that I've watched and listened to, they're hitting it out of the park. Um, it seems like the 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 pitching staff is kind of living up to its expectations, but uh. Yeah. It's going to be It's going to be fun season once it's
1: once it's SEC baseball. Yeah. It's going to be fun to go to Founders Park. It's going to be fun to watch them on TV and it, I mean, they're they're as
0: you said, they're a hidden machine. Not to mention it's Clemson week. Yeah, why would they do that in spring break? They know no one's going to be here in March on Sunday. I'm pretty sure they did it last year as well. It's yeah. just like whenever they scheduled the Clemson game for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend. yeah. So lame Yeah it really is But
1: Yeah Well I Wanted to give a little shout out Before we left Because we still got about Five minutes Yeah The The women's team Yep. Yeah. 29-0 And, 0. and it was, Regular season champs Yep It was The <laughs> Senior night For The 2019 Recruiting class On Sunday That recruiting class Can you guess their record In 129 games Played I, I think I know. It's like one hundred twenty-one and eight. Yep, one hundred and twenty-one and eight, eight games lost. Holy crap! And I was just—I have—I have another podcast, and I was doing this beforehand, and we—I mentioned the the Carolina women's team. Shout it out! Yeah, the Wise Guys podcast. Check it out. Uh, also on on Apple, on Spotify, on whatever. And anywho, we're talking about this, and my co-host brings up a great point. You, we have a long way to go to just compete with what UConn has done, and yeah. this has been a, a great. And this is no diss to them at all. Of course, this is a this is the star-studded freshman or 2019 class of of South Carolina. One of the the. Most well-known classes in South Carolina history for almost any sport in women's basketball history. Yeah, in women's basketball history, and they should be two not two-time national champions. The COVID year, they got the they still got the banner up there, number one. But
0: yeah.
1: we have the one Natty, we have the one for 2017, and UConn. They've had, I think, my co-host said uh, it was five straight. Like undefeated seasons with a national championship. Really? So we uh, we got some grounds to keep up, but the queen has gotten her crown once again. Don Staley is the coach of the year for women's basketball, and she is just the the livelihood of of South Carolina right now. Of Columbia, she is the bread and butter. Uh, she could do no wrong, and. She's. I mean, she's like if if Beamer won a national championship, basically. Yeah. And, and that, that's SEC. Uh, yeah,
0: coach,
1: coach of the, of the year. year. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and speaking of which, Aaliyah Boston, Defensive SEC Player of the Year and Player of the Year yeah. uh, SEC. And I think Zaya Cook got SEC First Team and Defensive First Team for Bria Beal. And uh,
0: Camila Cardoso. Six women of the year. Yes. Yes, I did see that.
1: So, we're another star-studded season. Uh, we got the SEC tournament coming up. That's where we lost our one and only game last year. And not saying I'm rooting for a loss, but I'd take one in the SEC over the the, the national
0: championship. That's all I'm worried about. Yeah, I agree. That's all I want. But, uh, yeah, they they kind of have a sca- had a scare against Ole Miss where they went to Yeah, it they overtime. went to overtime. But uh, they, they took care of business in overtime, but... That's the thing. Even when they when they have a scare and
1: they could take it to overtime, if they can take it to overtime, they're gonna win it. Yeah. And they, I mean, we talk about um every episode we've talked about them. They're just they don't need they they like Aaliyah Boston game against Georgia. She did have, she had twenty five and eleven, but tw- I mean twenty five and eleven is. Is great for her, you know. It's if but she didn't need to do it. She in in other games, she doesn't need to score twenty five a game to win. Like unlike our men's team, where we need we need Michi to score twenty, we need Gigi to score twenty for us to even have a chance in the game. Like this team is just a unit that doesn't care about stats, only cares about winning, and hopefully continues their dominance.
0: Yeah, and uh, as I think the whole nation knows they're the number one AP team in the country. That should be undisputed, but for some reason, the last AP poll there there was one vote for uh, Indiana to be the number one team. Oh, nah. Which they they have one loss; they're having a great season. But come on, yeah. I mean, come on. Just because that that just because South Carolina went to overtime with Ole Miss doesn't mean they're not the yeah. most talented and best team in the country. Which they are.
1: Yeah. And they uh, I, I, now I want to play Indiana. Yeah, I um, hope we do. I, I hope we we stomp them to the ground. And I I I'm, I'm happy for this 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 class of 2019 and Riley, we got to witness something special that not a lot of students get to witness and that is the last woman on this campus to wear number 4 in basketball. Oh, her number's getting retired? It's got to be, right? Yeah. It like has to I, be. it's a prediction. And it's not official, of course, but there's no way Aaliyah Boston is not going to get her number retired. Yeah, she's and hanging be up in the rafters. Uh,
0: a three-time Player of the Year, Mm-hmm. like three in a, in a row. Yeah, like that—that'd be like winning Heisman three times in a row. Yeah, and Defensive Player of the Year. I'm pretty sure
1: she won it last year as well. Yeah. So the that I mean I I'm just ecstatic for her and glad that I got to share a campus with someone who will hopefully. I mean, we'll, we'll be in South Carolina records forever.
0: Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, we have used up all of our time. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm glad everybody uh, got to listen to us talk about Alabama and uh, the electric crowd at the uh, Colonial Life Arena Wednesday night. Um, also listen to me cough for <laughs> for an hour and three minutes. But anyways... For the Countdown Podcast, I'm Riley Hudson. I'm Brady Fitzgerald. Have a great week. Yeah, have a good spring break, guys.